The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We're also brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. So head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at BetterFantasy.com SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com SGPN. We're also brought to you by Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for 20% off your order and free shipping. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i'm talent jenkins joined with our hosts we got ryan gilbert and joel meyer gentlemen how the fucking hell are we doing tonight doing great tonight boys got a got a few uh, big first period over bets to hit monday night the leafs came back covered the puck line got the under in the blackhawks game feeling good ready to talk about this uh, big tuesday slate how about those damn Bengals, boys I remember the last bet I was cheering for Last football bet I was cheering for Was George against Alabama And that one came through big time And then uh, Bengals I didn't expect this one to But they did as well So I'm uh, looking good Heading to the Super Bowl Ready to hedge out But uh, loving (laughs) Joe Burrow all the same Fucking let's go LSU Go Tigers Lighting cigars and throwing bombs baby Nothing wrong with that um, all right, but before we get going here, guys, uh, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That is the place to be for picks when it comes to every sport known to man. You know, they got college basketball. They got the NBA. They got football with playoffs going on. We got hockey. There's golf. There's MMA. There's a fucking curling podcast right now, which is absolutely incredible. I don't know if you guys got a chance to listen to it. Absolutely fantastic. But you can find all that at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. And of course... Shout out to everybody in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, all of our friends and pals in the hockey discussion. That's the place to be. Boy, was it buzzing last night. It was ticking off a little bit tonight. Oh, my God. If you're not in that fucking Slack group, dude, I don't know what to say. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, especially the hockey channel, is an absolute blast, man. Get in there if you're listening to this for sure. Yeah, you got to get in there. And yeah, you said it curling. It's February now. We've got the Olympics coming up. We have like comprehensive curling coverage. 
We got some hockey previews coming out. We're going to have Olympic Daily Best Bets, so make sure you check out the website. And also make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Gambling Podcast on wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s, or you can hit one of us up in Slack or on Twitter. And uh, make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating and review. For sure, for sure. All right, boys, we'll jump into uh, our last week's Mortal Locks. Um, Joel, kick us off here, bud. Well, first of all, I'm going to blame you for messing up the show sheet and uh, <laughs> taking away my real luck, which is the Leafs minus one and a half. But no, the real blame goes to the Canes. You can't even cover that puck line against the Devils. Uh, much better team, of course, but they only scraped by a, a 2-1 victory, so they didn't get my lock there. But uh, dog in total cash, the the Knights plus 135 against the Lightning. That was fairly comfortable. Um, and then the Florida team total, that was even more comfortable. They just... Dominated that game over three and a half. That was never a sweat. Uh, goals galore whenever the Panthers played, right? Uh, so, yeah, it ended up being uh, just a slight profit. But uh, if you're not losing money, you're making money. Yeah, and speaking of losing money, um, let's go with <laughs> chronological on Saturday. I had Saturday afternoon, I had the Kings Flyers under five and a half. It was a 3-2 game into the final minute, and Anze Kopitar scored to tie it. So that was not under five and a half. And uh, 3 o'clock, I had the Blues minus 170, came out to a one nothing lead. I'm like, okay, got my lock, gave up four and answered at home to the Jets, so I lost that one. But I did come through with my uh, very tiny dog, plus 100, Edmonton Oilers on the puck line against the Canadians. I don't really think that one was very close. Wasn't really much of a sweat there, despite the Canadians taking an early lead, I believe. So one and two there, hoping to get uh, back on track today. All right, for my lock here. And I will go in a chronological order, too, as well. So you're not the only one being fancy there, Ryan. Uh, for my lock, I had the Anaheim Ducks uh, money line versus Ottawa Senders. That was a closer game than I thought it was going to be. Ducks ended up winning in regulation 2-1 to one, uh, with a nice third-period goal, or goal rather, by Troy Terry. Thank God. Uh, so that hit. My dog missed, unfortunately. I was still fading the Flyers. Uh, I had LA Kings puck line versus Philly. They ended up losing in a in a overtime, I guess. So Philly finally broke that 13-game losing streak. Uh, good for the Flyers. Um, for my total, I had the Leafs Red Wings over six, paying off minus 110. Uh, that was a 7-4 finish. I think after, there was four goals alone in the second period and another five goals in the third. So nice comeback from Toronto, and also that helped me hit the over. So we're uh, we're making some money here. We're starting to kind of push a little bit on uh, on Joel's Mountain here. Uh, as far as units went there, I finished the day with 1.51. Uh, Ryan was minus two, and Joel was plus 0. 0.04 units. That's right. <laughs> Great calculations on that show, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, we'll jump into some NHL news and discussion topics here. Honestly, not too much significant from the gambling world has happened, but there has been some uh, some interesting stuff around the league. Uh, we've had a couple jersey retirements here, which are always pretty cool to see. We had Hendrik Lundqvist retired in... Uh, New York, and then we had Sergey Zubov's number retired in Dallas. Uh, I'm sure if you're a Rangers or a Stars fan, it was uh, it's pretty cool to see those guys go up into the rafters. Yeah, the Rangers uh, retired Henry Lundqvist number 30 after wasting his entire career, come out to a <laughs> two nothing first period lead, and then very fittingly blow that lose three two. They had a potential tie and goal in the final second. There was clearly goal goal interference on. He had pushed the pad in the net, but Rangers fans did not see it that way. But, I mean, yeah, Lundqvist was one of the best goalies in New York. Now they have Shesterkin. It's really frustrating to be a team to play against them. But 
No, he was one of the best. It's unfortunate he didn't get a cup. I wish he got it with his second team wherever he went to after New York or after Washington. But no, it's it is what it is. Yeah, he's a handsome devil for sure. Uh, uh, still is, of course, even getting on in the years. Uh, he knew how to dress too. He always got Don Cherry excited. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. The, the, the Linquist number retirement seems a little early. I don't, I don't really pay attention to that kind of thing, but. It's like one year after he retired, they're already hanging it up. That seems a little early to me, but whatever. I guess he's earned it. And uh, Zubok, too, he was an elite defenseman. I uh, always liked watching him play down there in Dallas. So, uh, yeah, good for them. Good for the fans. Let's uh, move on. And uh, Sergey Zubov, currently head coach of Dynamo Riga in the KHL. So maybe uh, maybe after the Olympic break when the KHL, you know, jumps back, maybe we'll sprinkle a little bit on Riga. They're not really that great of a team, but maybe they'll get a bit of a bump here and we can make some cash. Keep uh, keep note posted in the Slack group for those picks coming up. Um, moving down here, we got... Wow, I didn't even know this happened until I read this. Aaron Dell has been waived after his suspension. I guess the suspension carries on to the next team. I know you can retire with a suspension. What do you what do you always think here? Yeah, I mean he had that. He was frustrated. Took it out on uh, was that on Drake Batherson? Is that how he got hurt? I, f- I forget I who. So, yeah. Of the Senators, three game suspension. Then he was waived. You know, it, it could very well be the end of his career. We can no longer fade him. Unfortunately, I feel like that's probably the biggest new to come out of this. He's <laughs> he's 30, 32, Has a three game suspension that he has to serve with with whatever team kind of picks him up. So, it could be the end of Aaron Dell in the NHL. Yeah, I'm the one with the real suspension here after uh, so many team totals cashed against him. <laughs> but uh, fortunately, we get to see more of that uh, Yurikai. Yuko Pekka Lukinen or whatever his name is. Uh, so that's some good news, I guess. Got to look on the positive side. But uh, farewell, Aaron Dell. Keep an eye out for Aaron Dell, who will most likely also be signing with Dynamo Riga of the KHL after this. <laughs> <laughs> Moving down uh, again here. I'm going to let Ryan take over here. We got an all-star skills on a fountain. You heard it here, folks. All-star skills on a fountain. Ryan, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, NHL announced on uh, on Monday that there will be two new skills competitions. Um, it's in Vegas this year. One of them will be uh, the fountain face-off at the Bellagio, and one will be uh, NHL 21 and 22, which players will have to uh, shoot pucks at big playing cards in an attempt to get uh, 21 the quickest which uh, yeah it's just another skills competition i mean it's not gonna be you know, it's cool doing it outside i guess but it's just funny how the golden knights couldn't be called the aces because it was too close to gambling and now every nhl team seems to have like a gambling sponsorship and they're playing fucking blackjack at the all-star game it's just just to see the turnaround in, in three or four years there all i care about is that trevor zegris got to play uh part of the shootout i guess and none of the other uh, Rookie of the Year candidates got to play. So uh, that's good for my Rookie of the Year bet. That's all I give a shit about this All-Star game. So, uh, yeah, I won't be watching. <laughs> I, you fucking hit the hit the nail right on the head there, man. The All-Star game stinks. Uh, this blackjack skills on a fountain, whatever the fuck it is, sounds absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I'd rather probably just watch these players play NHL 22 on fucking Xbox or some shit than have to sit through this shit. So, uh, and it's NHL all-star game. You you suck. Gary Bettman, figure your shit out. This is fucking terrible. More to that or more on that to come on a future date. Maybe keep an ear out for that. 
Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses, including bet $5 to win $400 in free bets. Also, be sure to check out all of WinBet's build-your-own-bet boosted same-game parlays heading into the NFL Divisional Round weekend. Most boosts fall between 10 to 15% of the original price. There's great promos, odds, and payouts are all happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Uh, boys, we got a fucking 11-game slate here on Tuesday. Are we ready to jump into it or what? Oh, baby. Let's go. Right on the date we got is February 1st here. That's right. We're in the 1st of February for the Tuesday 11 games. First game on the docket. We got the Washington Capitals against Pittsburgh Penguins. Game itself is in Pittsburgh at the 7 p.m. time slot. Uh, Washington money line paying off plus 135. Pittsburgh on the money line minus 155. Uh, Pittsburgh on the puck line paying off plus 150. The over under is set at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under paying off minus 100. Now, the Penguins are the favorites here, right? You know, they've been decent all year. Good goaltending. Defensively, they've been fine. They've been getting all the goals offensively from multiple different players. On paper, you got to go with the Penguins. But it comes down to one thing, boys. It's Sid and Ovi. We've seen this matchup for the past 10, 15 years. And you know what? There's going to come a time pretty soon where we won't be seeing this matchup. Which is why I'm betting the fucking Washington Capitals here. Alex Ovechkin is the king. He's the greatest goal scorer of all time, if you ask me. And he's making a push for it statistically as well. I see Ovi going in here. He knows that, you know, yeah, we play the Penguins every, you know, a couple times throughout the year and shit. But it's starting to be more important now than it is than ever. Give me Washington on the money line, plus 135. I was looking at this game. I hadn't seen the odds yet. I thought it would be closer to a pick here. So it was kind of interesting to see. The Penguins are such big favorites at minus 155. They, they've they've lost a few in a row. They lost to L.A., Detroit, Seattle, all at home. Close games there. Washington's been up and down. They got that win 5 nothing in Dallas on, on Friday. They had a few days off now going to Pittsburgh. I like the value here on the Capitals, plus 135, plus uh, Vitek Vanacek has been kind of coming to his own since the holiday break. He's 4-2-0 with a 9-2-9 save percentage. So assuming he gets to start, or or even not, I, I like the Capitals here at plus 135. The line does seem a little high at plus 135 there. Enticing you to play the Capitals, but I warn you against that because the the Pens are the better team. They got the better goalie, and they got the better player in Sidney Crosby. He's better than Ovechkin. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> they are in a good position there and expect goals for top 10. Capitals way down, uh, bottom 20-ish. Yeah, right at 20 since Christmas. So Penguins have the firepower. They got the better goal pending. Defense is about equal. I love the Penguins in this spot. Uh, at minus 155, maybe a little rich, but I I, I definitely will be playing the Capitals here. Uh, it's Pens or nothing for me. With the nerd stats, what do you expect? Eh? 
<laughs> Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Winnipeg Jets against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. Winnipeg on the money line, paying off minus 145. Philadelphia on the money line, plus 125. The over-under is set at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under, plus 100. Ryan, what's the scoop in Philly? Who knows, man? I mean, the last time the Flyers lost 10 in a row, they rattled off three straight wins and five out of six after that. It could be get some confidence after a win there, but also you have the Jets who had lost six in a row, then won four one in St. Louis. So they could be feeling confident as well. There's two teams are kind of underperforming here. The Flyers definitely a lot more than Winnipeg so far this season. I would I would look to the Flyers here just for value as home underdogs. Maybe get the the crowd behind them if there are anyone is anyone there. Also possibly could get a goalie game here between Hellebuck and Hart, two guys that can make some big stops. So I would lean to the under and, and lean to the Flyers, but not not a strong play here. There he goes, defending Carter Hart again. <laughs> uh, I think I've been proven right. Uh, Carter Hart is... Someone has to. He has no help in front of him. Uh, <laughs> uh, true enough, but uh, yeah, uh, he right, hasn't I... stood on his head like uh, maybe he did a couple years ago. Uh, better than last season, though, that's for sure. Um, as for this game, though, I love the Jets in the spot. We, we saw the, the Flyers finally break their... They're losing streak, but they're still a bad team, and they'll go on another one right away, starting with this game. The Jets, uh, they finally put on a good game, um, broke out of that losing streak of their own, and they have been better than what they've been showing lately, and they're still fighting for that that loose chance that they get back into the playoff mix. Uh, you know, the, the West is still wide open. There's a bunch of teams right right there. It's going to be muddled. They're going to be fighting right down to the wire, so uh, all these teams are still alive. And I like them to compete for it starting in this spot here. Suppliers, they don't, they don't, uh, um, despite what the, uh, what the management's saying, uh, a blank check, uh, they're not rebuilding. Um, this team is not playing like they are competing. And so, uh, yeah, they might as well just tank and rebuild, but that's not the flyer way. But as for this game, yeah, Jess is this better team, minus 145 here. I love them at that number. Uh, I think it should be around minus 170-ish. So minus 145, I'll take that all day. A blank check won't do much either with the salary cap. So just keep that in mind, Dave Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fuck, this is kind of tough because both teams have been kind of shit lately. I know they did just break losing streaks, both of them. If I had to pick, I might lean with Ryan a little bit here and take the plus 125 on Philly at home. Uh, what I do like is what you said, though, is the under at 5.5 here, uh, paying off plus money at plus 100. Um, yeah, we've, we all know Carter Hart can play, but he can stand on the side what he wants to. We all know that Connor Hellebuck can do the same. They both haven't so far this year. Uh doesn't mean they're not capable of it. And then if you do look for uh, a little bit of stats to follow it up here for your goals, you know, leading as far as the league goes, Philly's currently at 27th, averaging 2.5. And uh, Winnipeg's at a bit better, 19th, averaging 2.88. So neither of these teams are running away offensively when it comes to games. I don't hate that under 5.5 at plus 100. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot, we got the San Jose Sharks against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Game itself is in Tampa Bay. Uh, San Jose on the money line paying off plus 250. Tampa Bay on the money line, big favorites paying off minus 300. Uh, Tampa Bay puck line minus 115. The over under is set at six, both over under paying off minus 110. Uh, Ryan, back to you again, bud. I love me the lightning here. You got you got the San Jose Sharks coming in. They're playing the Southeastern Gauntlet there. They went to Washington and won. Uh, 
they went to Florida, lost in overtime. They went back up to Carolina, lost. Now they're coming back down to uh, Tampa Bay for their third game in four nights. Tampa Bay is going to have two days off after losing to Vegas at home. So they're ready to go. They've been good after losses recently. They, After a 5-1 loss to the Ducks uh, last week, they played the Sharks in San Jose and beat them 7-1. After a loss a few weeks ago to the Boston, 5-2. They beat the Sabres, 6-1. So they responded to the loss as well. Um, most of their recent wins have been by at least two goals. So I do like the Tampa Bay Lightning on the puck line here at minus 115. Coverage is showing that the, the money line record for the the sharks is is minus 1152 i'm not sure how that's possible still i I think i've mentioned this before but they're still around 500 and they're always they always seem to be dogs so i don't know what's going on there i know i've been losing money on them fading them so clearly that's not factoring in my bets um after this game though yeah yeah ryan said it it's it's all tampa all day here uh we know carlson's out mario ferraro is another uh, good d-man he's out you know, Kutrov's obviously out too, but we we've seen the Lightning dominate without him. Uh, at home here, they're gonna they're gonna bounce back from that loss against the Knights in, in a big way here. The Sharks, they they're a feisty team, and they keep proving me wrong lately. Uh, but uh, you, you got to stick to your guns, and I'm gonna stick to fading the Sharks. Uh, yeah, just got to go with the better team here. Uh, take one on the puck line is the best option. Yeah, you said it. Tampa Bay puck line. There's really no other play here, right? Paying off minus 115. Uh, Ryan brought up a good point. Most of their last couple wins have been by two or more goals. Uh, they do answer pretty strongly coming off uh, coming off a loss. And fuck, this team is absolutely unreal at home. They're 15-4-4 four four on the year. How do you say no to that? I also don't hate the over at six paying off minus 110. Uh, whether it's Aiden Hill or James Reimer or Nett, whoever it is. I think either way, they're going to get their tits absolutely lit by Tampa at home here. So the over at six. Opportunity for a push is in play as well. And uh, yeah, Tampa Bay on the puck line for sure. Yeah, the Lightning also didn't play Monday or Wednesday. So it should definitely be Vasilevsky. Beautiful. Uh, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Seattle Kraken against the Boston Bruins. Game itself is in Boston. Uh, Seattle on the money line paying off plus 220. Boston on the money line minus 260. Boston on the puck line minus 105. Uh, the over-under set at 5.5. Over paying off minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what do you think here, bud? Well, contrary to what people might think, I'm going to go with the, the dog here. I'm going to fade the Bruins. Oh. <laughs> how much I love their expected goals against. It doesn't matter when your goalie's letting in goals after goal after goal. Uh, we saw against the Stars, just let a couple bad ones in. Allmark did. And uh, it was all downhill from there. You know, you got to get that stop and your team is dominating play. And uh, he hasn't been able to prove to be able to do it. And Rask is not the full-time starter at this point. So, yeah, I'm just, this is mostly a fate of Allmark. But it's also, I like what I saw from the, the Kraken. Uh, the other day against the Rangers. They should have won that game. They totally dominated them, but that's what the Rangers do. They just get elite goaltending and they get the couple of power play goals. That's how they win these games. They're freaking lucky. But the Kraken, they're unlucky. And I, I'm hoping that they break that lucky streak today or tomorrow or whatever and beat the Bruins. Uh, you know, the Kraken are number four in expected goals against. They're not even that far behind the Bruins. So maybe the under is a look, but then again, <laughs> we know what Grubauer and Omar are this season. So that that's a scary play, but uh, yeah, I like uh, the dog here plus two twenty. I I would take a shot on that, and if you're feeling a little more conservative, plus one and a half at minus one fifteen or so is also a decent look because this could easily be an overtime game. 
Yeah, you said it, Joel. They should have won against the Rangers. They outshot them 42-24, got goal lead. Two games before that, they outshot Nashville 35-27, got goal lead. Between that, they did win in Pittsburgh in overtime 2-1. So I like the Kraken here as as dogs. Plus uh, plus 220 seems like a lot. And and you mentioned their uh, their nerd stats. And each team's past 10 games, they're the bottom. They're the best two teams in expected goals, goals against. So maybe the under could be a look. And an expected goals for percentage, Bruins are at 54.57, which is fifth best, and Seattle is at 53.49, which is ninth best. So closer recently than, than you're going to think. And I don't think you're plus 220 here. It's it's a lot of value there. I don't love cracking on the power on the money line here. It's it's a bit tough, especially because they're so fucking bad on the road. I think they've only won one or four road games all year long. Uh, but Boston... Five of their last wins have been by one goal. Two to one against Arizona, three to two against Winnipeg, four to three against Washington, uh, four to three against Nashville, and three to two against Philly. And some of those teams I listed aren't very strong either. So I kind of like, yeah, Seattle on the reverse puck line here, plus 1.5. I think that might have to be my play here, yo. Uh, moving down to the 7 p.m. slot again, we got the Florida Panthers against the New York Rangers. Game itself is in New York. Florida on the money line, paying off minus 145. New York on the money line, plus 125. Uh, Florida on the puck line, paying off plus 170. The over-under is set at 6.5. Uh, over paying off plus 100. The under paying off minus 120. This is a toughie because this is Florida coming off a of back-to-back here. I don't want to say they had a tough game against Columbus because it was an actual or an absolute fucking shootout tonight. 8-4 to four final. But I still kind of like the Panthers on the road here, guys. Um, I know New York's been pretty strong as of late, too. They are a pretty good home squad as well. Pretty top-level team in the Metro. Uh, Florida on the road, the record isn't that much to jump out about. 9-6-5. and five. I still think they're going to go in and get it done. They're on a four-game winning streak currently. I think they're going to go into New York and make it five here. Yeah, I think, I think Joel said it before their last road trip. We should see some regression for them on the road. Um, it is a back-to-back for Florida, so Spencer Knight will be starting. He he struggled earlier on the season, but his past two starts, he made 27 saves on 28 shots and 24 saves on 25 shots. So one goal in each of his past two games. There's always the risk of getting goalied there with the Rangers, with Shostakin in net. But I like the Panthers here. They had a, had a big win in uh, in Columbus, scored eight on them again after scoring nine on them a few weeks ago. Yeah, the Rangers, they should have lost to Seattle. They lost that game to the Wild. They lost to Columbus before that. So Florida is a much better team here. Uh, Rangers may have the better goalie, but Spencer Knight's hot. So give me the give me the Panthers here on the road. Right, yeah, this is one spot where you're not afraid to play a team on a back-to-back with the Panthers, uh, especially after totally dominating the Blue Jackets. You know, they're comfortably up 8-4, to four, so they can kind of coast. Didn't expend too much energy. Um, yeah, like Ryan said, I did suggest there'd be some regression here. There's no way you can just be 23 and three at home and then just a losing team on the road. That's uh, that's gonna bounce out at some point. And uh, yeah, I like it that in this spot. Um, uh, yeah, I like the Panthers. This is one spot where you might see the line go up for the team on a back-to-back. So yeah, the Panthers probably uh, that line probably goes up to minus 145. And uh, yeah, I like it up to I don't know minus 165, minus 170, something like that. Uh, even a Spencer Knight net and Shesterkin against him, uh, you can only count on that goalie making all these elite saves for so long. Eventually, that's going to fall apart. And uh, yeah, we know that the power play is also a tricky thing. Just ask the Edmonton Oilers; it doesn't keep up forever. 
yeah, so Florida all the way in the spot. Uh, we just we just see these these cats keep rolling, keep purring. <laughs> two quick things: the uh, <laughs> the Rangers are without Adam Fox until the middle of February at least, so Ooh. that that's a big loss for them. The reigning Norris Trophy winner, and the Panthers are three two and one on no days rest, three zero oh, and one after a win on no days rest. So if they get that momentum, that they, they go in the second game and win it. So I like him even, even more. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot here. We got the Toronto Maple Leafs against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself is in New Jersey. Uh, it is the second night of a back-to-back for both teams. We have a home-and-home here, a good old-fashioned back-to-back home-and-home. You don't see that too often anymore. Uh, Toronto on the money line, paying off minus 200. New Jersey on the money line, plus 175. Toronto on the puck line is paying off minus 112. Uh, the over-under is set at 6.5. Overpaying plus 100, the under minus 120. Give me the fucking Leafs on the puck line. They've won the last four in a row. They're trying to make it five. Uh, they have, out of those past three wins, or sorry, past four wins, they have been by two or more goals. I also really, really, really fucking love the over here at 6.5, paying off plus 100. That is a lot of goals. But the Leafs have put up 17 goals in their past three games. This team's fucking red hot, yo. We got Michael Bunting coming off a hat trick against Detroit. We got Austin Matthews just got himself a fucking hattie here. Uh, against uh, New Jersey tonight. What I'm kind of thinking, and I don't know if you can find it on any books, give me a Mitch Marner hat trick in this game too, boys. The whole line's going to get a hattie in three games. Marner hattie, Matthews hattie, fucking bunting hattie, Leafs by a billion, the over's going to hit. Yeah, I love the over here. It doesn't even, I'm not even sure who's going to start for Toronto because Campbell started Monday night. Is Brad going to start after playing most of the game tonight, though? Yeah, Jack Campbell got pulled. <laughs> Campbell played I imagine nine minutes. I imagine they'll still play him. They want to get him going, and they want to give Campbell some time off. Yeah, Campbell's sucked recently. They gave up five to St. Louis, five to the Rangers, three to the Ducks, three on nine shots to the Devils. Yeah, the over here is a great look, but yeah, I mean, Toronto on the puck line, they've been, they've come back from, from third period uh uh, deficits to cover the puck line in recent games has helped me out there. So on the puck line, minus 112 is, isn't bad at all for them. Yeah, like Dallas had the over. It was 6-4 tonight. Toronto's been rattling off goals. been hat-tricks left and right. So, yeah, Leafs in the over. You know, I had a scary uh, little experience today. Uh, there were some people in the Slack that were doubting the Leafs. They were saying that they were not a Tier 1 team, which made me get defensive, becoming a Leafs apologist and that is not a place i want to be but the truth is the leafs are an elite team as much as i don't want to admit it they're number four in expected goals for number six in expected goals against since christmas so they are a very good team they're not quite getting the goaltending lately but they're still an awesome team uh, at least in the regular season we'll see what happens in the playoffs but for now i don't see any reason to fade toronto um this team is rolling, rolling. Austin Matthews getting that positive regression that we spoke about earlier in the year where he wasn't finishing these awesome chances he was creating. Uh, he he is a, a lethal weapon, and they should roll over the Devils, uh, especially because uh, the Devils took the early lead last game. I don't see why the Leafs would let them get up again. Uh, it doesn't matter who the goalie is because uh, whoever the yeah, <laughs> the John Gillies, whatever his name is, he's not going to do much better than Mrazek or Campbell, whoever they slot in there. Uh, so yeah, Leafs all the way here. Also like the over, given the goaltending struggles, but still, we're gonna be five three Leafs. I appreciate you saying all that, Julie. I'll send you the fifty bucks we talked about after the show. Don't worry. <laughs> it hurt. It hurt my soul. <laughs> 
There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sport. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. You can win as much as $15,000 with just one entry, and this Saturday they even have a $40,000 contest. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play. Race. Win. We're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The NFL playoffs are in full swing, and prop swappers are cashing in. Like Will from Arizona, who on Sunday night sold his $50 100-1 49er Super Bowl ticket for $500 on PropSwap. Will locked in his profit when he turned his $50 bet into $500. The buyer got great odds, and the seller made 10 times his bet. PropSwap has thousands of buyers across the country, so you'll always find the best odds and collect the most money for your bets. Hurry and download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering listed tickets based on the best value. There's a free activity feed to stay in the know with all the big sales and red-hot tickets for sale. They have a loyalty rewards program that that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash. And there's a first deposit, deposit cash match. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. So what are you waiting for? Join the real sports bettors on PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. Moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slot. We got the Ottawa Senators against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Ottawa on the money line is paying off plus 240. New York on the money line minus 280. Uh, New York Islanders on the puck line paying off minus 110. The over-under is set at 6. Over paying off plus 105. The under minus 125. Gentlemen, it is cold in Ontario lately. It is brisk. And it's not just a normal cold. It's a dry cold. But you know what is good for a dry cold? A heater. And Ottawa's going on a fucking heater here. They've had a couple good wins. They're on a one-game fucking winning streak. They're about to make it, too. They're going to go into New York and just beat the fucking wheels off the shitty, boring-ass Islanders. Give me Ottawa on the money line, plus 240. Former Leaf Connor Brown's going to put up, like, two. Uh, former Leaf Zaitsev's going to get four assists. Senators, Senators, fucking Senators. It's heater season in the cold Ottawa. Give me the fucking Sens, plus 240. You don't remember talking about former Leaf uh, Connor Brown being out with a jaw injury? Fuck. Don't care. Zaitsev, have <laughs> 17 goals. Let's fucking go. <laughs> He's also out, actually, early February with a heel injury. So Former Leaf coach DJ Smith is going to coach this team to fucking victory. Let's go, Sens, baby. There we go. <laughs> uh, as, far, as far as the side is concerned, I would probably lean, lean to Ottawa plus 240 just because both these teams are pretty shitty, even though the Islanders have kind of been okay recently but my pick here it's it's i find it crazy this total is at under six it's easily gonna get down to five and a half 
If not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been surprised if this was at five because these are two very low-scoring teams. Ottawa's gone under in 15 of 37 games this season. Or, no, 22 of 37. Islanders have gone under in 23 of 36. Six straight unders for Ottawa. Eight of 11 under for the Islanders. Two of them were, two of the overs were against the Flyers, which were kind of fluky goals. Got two decent goalies here. It's not going to be Matt Murray. going to be Anton Forsberg against Sorokin. They're both playing decently. You got two bad offensive teams. You got two teams that like to uh, play some under slow hockey. So give me the under here. Yeah, the the Sens use up all their juice against the Oilers, so I I can't back towns play a bet in them on the money line. But then again, it is a high price to pay on the Islanders, and I don't like them to win by multiple goals, even against teams like the Sens. So, uh, Rick, uh, if I had to play something here, I would go with Ryan at the under. Uh, Matt Murray's been a bit better lately. Um, he's still got something to prove. <laughs> He's coming back. Uh, and Sorokin, we know he's pretty damn good, too. So, uh, in the Islanders, they can still play good defense. They can't put a, put a lot of pucks on that, but they can still prevent a few goals from going in. Um, yeah, top 10 defense for sure. And with the top 10 goalie to match. So, yeah, maybe a 3-2 Isles win would be my prediction here. All right, moving down to the 8 p.m. slot. We got the Vancouver Canucks against the Nashville Predators. Game itself is in Smashville. Vancouver on the money line paying off plus 175. Nashville money line minus 200. Uh, Nashville on the puck line sitting at plus 130. The over-under is set at 6. Over paying off plus 100. The under minus 120. Uh, Joel, over to you, bud. What do you think? I'm tired of waiting for this uh, supposed lethal, awesome, high pace, high energy, freaking great, incredible Bruce Boudreaux <laughs> offense. It's not there. It's not coming anytime soon. And I don't know why this line is at six, the over-under. Uh, so I'm taking the under all day. Uh, we got Demko back in net. Saros is awesome. Probably best goalie in the league after Vasilevsky this season. So uh, under all day or under six. Uh, Vancouver, they struggle to score two goals, let alone three. Uh, and the, the Predators, they like to win games. If, uh, sub four goals a lot of the time so yeah i don't see vancouver scoring and i don't see the Preds scoring a lot more than they are so uh under six here uh both teams uh yeah they both play defensive hockey so i don't see why you would play the over in this spot especially if both top goalies play yeah this will be five and a half by the time it face off yeah, I don't want to steal Talon's thunder here, but we we have a goalie game, and we got Demko versus Saros. It's it's going to be low scoring, like like Joel said. Vancouver is not scoring very much recently. Nashville also likes to play low scoring games, so under six, love that a lot. Also, we've been talking about the race to four goals for for some uh, teams instead of team totals in the Slack recently. You can get race to four neither team at plus one thirty five. I feel like that's that's decent odds. You could could see a four two game, but much more likely a three two or, or a three one something like that. So love the under six here, and possibly if you're looking for better odds, look for that neither on race to four. I love that bet. That's a lot of fun. Uh, boys, do you hear that? Are you listening? Are you listening closely? I I kind of hear something. I don't know if it's on my street. Fuck, it's like one one o'clock. I don't know what that is. Whoop whoop. 
the sound of goalie games. We got a fucking goalie game. I'm fucking calling it. Thatcher Demko with a goals against average of 2.57, save percentage of 0.918, one shutout on the season. UC Soros goals against average 2.36, save percentage 0.927, and two shutouts. We both know what Demko can do. We both know what Soros can do. Give me the fucking under here at 6, minus 120, and bet it fast. Jolie said it, bet it fast. This is moving down to 5.5 before puck drop. Uh, moving down here to 8.35 p.m. slot. That's a weird time, but we're very precise here on the uh, Hockey Gambling Podcast. What do you expect? We got the Calgary Flames against the Dallas Stars. Game itself is in Dallas. Calgary on the money line, paid off minus 125. Dallas on the money line, plus 105. The over-under is set at 5.5. Underpaying off... Uh, what's the underpaid off? Minus 105 and the over minus 115. I like the over in this game here, boys. I was looking at, uh, I was just going to wing this, but I was kind of looking into a little bit of stats here. Recent games, Calgary's been scoring a lot in their games. They've also been giving up a lot of goals. Uh, was it 7-1 against St. Louis, uh, 6-0 against Columbus, and then a loss 5-1 to uh, St. Louis again. So a lot of goals being scored there, and things are looking pretty similar from a Dallas point of view. So give me the over here at 5.5, paying off minus 115. Yeah, the Flames have had four straight go over, or no, four straight go over five and a half before their uh, one nothing overtime win in Vancouver. They kind of got goalied there by Thatcher Demko. Stars scoring a lot, you said, 6-1, 5 nothing, 5-1. So over's not a bad look here. But, you know, we're not going to get through the slate without me taking a first period over one and a half. <laughs> I love it here. Minus 115 on MGM, minus 130 on DraftKings. It's gone over in seven of Calgary's past 10, gone over in eight of Dallas's past 10. So I like that. First period, both teams to score, plus 185 could definitely be a possible look. And also a 1-1 correct score after the first period is plus 475 if you want some longer odds. I like the the Flames here. They're uh, a very good team this year um, since putting that top line together. Um, this team is rolling offensively. Uh, they're getting the goaltending, too, from Markstrom at minus 125. I think that's a good price for the Flames against the Stars team that's been up and down, up and down all the time this season. So we don't know what to get from them. But the Flames have been more consistent, and I'll take the more consistent team. So you, know, you, want, you know what you're going to get from them. They're number three, actually, in expected goals for since Christmas. So... They're creating a ton of chances, um, and they're converting a lot of them until that damn uh, game against the, the Canucks. They should have won that game 4-5-0, or five nil, but uh, it didn't happen. Had to sell for a money line win there, uh, you know, over time. But this time, I think the minus 125 gives us the leeway to play the money line. So I'll take that against the Stars here. Um, and even with the Stars' great home record, the Flames are pretty good away from home, too. So... That kind of bounces out, so I'll take the the team that's proven to be better. Uh, they're a bit better than what I expected this year, but uh, you got to adjust. So that's what I'll do here. I'll take the Flames against the Stars at minus one twenty-five. Right on. Moving down to the nine p.m. slot, we got the shitty, god awful, dog shit, absolutely horrible, terrible excuse of an NHL team. Probably some pretty cool fans, but other than that, absolutely horrible, shit-awful, ugly jerseys, terrible management. Arizona Coyotes against the Colorado Avalanche. Game itself is in Colorado. Uh, Arizona on the money line paying off plus 425. Holy shit. (laughs) Colorado on the money line paying off minus 550. Colorado on the puck line minus 200. It just keeps getting wilder and wilder. The over-under is set as 6.5, both paying off minus 110. Joel, what do you got here? 
<laughs> you're laughing and we're out with we're without Nathan McKinnon. Like we don't have our best player in these lines are going <laughs> off. And there'll be more by the time that the uh, puck drops. So uh yeah, this is just what we expect by now. Uh, I think they were minus 700 the last time they played. So it it's just getting nuts. Uh, uh these are almost like uh college football lines by this point. So yeah, it's not much to handicap here. It's just uh like what's the puck line going to be minus two and a half minus three and a half how much do you want to <laughs> <laughs> how many goals do you think they're going to score uh yeah um, i mean the absolute they're getting better goaltending now uh we we saw kemper he's been better francis actually since francis came back i mean he's pushing kemper better because francis has been playing very well so uh they're working in tandem they're pushing each other so that's good to see going to the second half of the season uh and there's our old friend, uh, Vaj Milkinet, so I'm not afraid of him there. And, uh, yeah, what what can I say here? That there's no handicap to be had in games like this. You just, uh, you just um, I don't know. If you got faith in Coyotes, I guess you play the plus two and a half. That gives you a lot of leeway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but otherwise, you just got to hope for a firestorm from the Avs. But that said, I... I I'm honestly not too uh, not too confident in that because the Avs they're they're kind of like uh, on coast mode right now. They're just they're just cruising along, uh, not winning games in blowouts. They're just winning games comfortably. You know, one goal here, two goals there. So, frick, uh, you know I'm gonna be betting this game. It's a fucking Avs. I bet every fucking Avs game, but uh, I can't recommend you do the same if I don't feel confident in it objectively. But uh, yeah, that that's where I'm at in this game. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, there's not much you can say about about the money line here. You you can only take Arizona if you think they have a chance. I mean, they had to back to back. They took them to the shootout in the one game was four three. So I mean, if anything, I'd probably take Arizona plus two and a half or minus one ten. You can also get a same game parlay of the Coyotes plus four and a half and over five and a half goals for minus one hundred five. If you think there's going to be goals, if not, do like a plus three and a half. You can get plus three and a half under six and a half for plus one thirty-five. It's just just play around, play with a parlay there. I mean, there's no value even in the Colorado race to four is minus one ninety-five. So it's really, I feel like bet bet the Coyotes here or just stay away. I don't know what this would be paying off, but Arizona's penalty kill is currently sitting at thirty-first in the league with a seventy-one point nine percent. And Colorado's power play is fifth in the league, uh, sitting at 25.6%. Or sorry, 25.6%, uh, yeah, percent rather. Sorry, um, I'm zoning out here. Buy, if you can, if you can find it and it's paying off decently. I don't hate Colorado scoring a power play in this or a goal in this game. I don't know if you can find that on your books. And if you can, if it would be paying off half decent, maybe not with these stats and because this game is such a shit show. Uh, I also do like Nazem Kadri shot total in this. No Nathan McKinnon. I think he's going to be going out guns blazing, especially a little bit before the all-star break, just licking his chops to pad his stats a little bit here. So I guess that's my play, and fuck it, maybe the over, just because you're hoping for goals at this point. Nothing else really kind of jumps out at me here. Uh, moving down to the 10 p.m. slot, we got the Buffalo Sabres against the Vegas Golden Knights. Game itself is in Vegas. Uh, Buffalo on the money line paying off plus 320. Vegas on the money line minus 400. Uh, Vegas on the puck line paying off minus 150. The over-under is set at 6. Both over-under paying off minus 110. 
Give me the fucking Sabres. These Knights are fake as shit. I'm saying it forever. Buffalo's going to go in there and just put up a fucking shit show against a fake-ass, lame Vegas Golden Knights team. I got no stats to back me up. Buffalo's on a one-game losing streak. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got nothing. I was hoping that I could come up with something stupid here, but there, there's absolutely nothing. Give me the Sabres plus money plus 320. Yeah, another another huge favorite here. If you parlayed the money lines for the Avs and Golden Knights, it would still be over minus 200. If you parlay the puck lines, it's plus 145, so that might be, be worth doing. But I could also be looking at a uh, a Sabres plus 1.5, plus 2.5 here. We were talking before the show. The Golden Knights' last few wins have been in a shootout, a one nothing win, overtime win. So they kind of been struggling with – they had some injuries going on. So you can get another parlay here. Buffalo plus 2.5. Under six and a half is plus one seventy five. If you prefer the over, you can get Buffalo plus three and a half and over five and a half at plus one forty. I feel like either of those are probably pretty good looks depending on if you think there's gonna be a lot of goals scored or not. Yeah, I don't think there'll be a lot of goals scored here because the Sabres are dead last in expected goals for since Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> They're not creating a lot of chances. They're getting lucky if they score at all. And uh, Robin Leonard's been a bit better lately. He had a rough start, but uh, he's been better as he's been asked to do more. Uh, we got the guys back. Patch Reddy and Chandler. No, Chandler Stevenson's out, but Mark Stone's back. And, uh, yeah, the Sabres, they got a bunch of injuries, too. I don't even know half those names, so I won't read them out. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like the, the Knights and the puck line here. Cut it short. Keep it simple. Uh I don't see an upset here. It's, it's it's hard to imagine. Even though the Knights, you know, they're coming back from that long road trip. They're playing some good teams there. So, you know what? Maybe I'm not so confident in the Knights. Maybe, maybe Talon's on to something there. But I don't have a strong play either way here. Uh, yeah, you never know. The, the Sabres can keep them sleeping or catch them sleeping and take them out. But, yeah, at this point, it, it's looking like uh, I mean, if you bought the Sabres, you wait because the, the Knights will be be bet up to the moon. Uh, I won't be surprised to see him uh, minus 460 or more, probably past minus 500, to be honest, uh, depending on if uh, um, uh, Martinez finally gets back. That That's still a question mark. He's, he seems to come back every day, but uh, it still hasn't happened yet. But, yeah, if you want the Sabres, just wait to the last moment. Otherwise, just bet the Knights as soon as possible. Boys, I found the stat here, okay? You ready for this? The average age of the Buffalo Sabres current roster is sitting at 26.2. The average age of the Vegas Golden Knights current roster is sitting at 26.7. Who has a better recovery rate when you're drinking? It's the younger kids. And if you're in Vegas, you're going to be fucking boozing. There's a 0.5 age discrepancy unit between the Buffalo Sabres and the Arizona or the Vegas Golden Knights here. I'm loving the Buffalo pick. They can bounce back better on a hangover, baby. Give me the fucking Sabres plus 320. We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adapter community. It's a slick app, and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. 
Check them out today at betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash SGPN. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. Fuck off. That's some hard-hitting intel right there, okay? You can't deny it. Uh, <laughs> going, going back one game real quick, it looks like it will be uh, Wedgwood and not our favorite Vag Milk on uh, on oh, Tuesday. No. So if that affects the over for Colorado, I feel like that's probably better. It doesn't. <laughs> They're all <laughs> the same. You mean goals won't be squirting in on Vag Milk? <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> okay, fuck that. Moving out of the Wednesday slate, we got five games uh, at the time of recording. We currently don't have odds, but we'll run through and see if there's anything we want to look at. Uh, first game on the docket at the 7 p.m. slot, we got the Edmonton Oilers against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Uh, Caps are on the second night of a back-to-back here. I don't hate the Capitals winning two in a row, man. I think they're going to surprise people, beat the wheels off Pittsburgh, and then just shut the Oilers down. Edmonton has been pretty hot lately, though, so you can't discredit that either. You know, let's get one win first for Washington, see how they do against the Penguins. <laughs> Going to be a back-to-back for them. Uh, they're three-two and up, three-two and one on no days rest. Edmonton's been kind of up and down recently. They had those four straight wins, but lost in Ottawa. So yeah, I, I'd lean Capitals here. Oh, I think we'll always be a dog here. Capitals coming off the back-to-back against the the rivalry team, the Penguins. So it's a bit of a letdown spot. So I like the Oilers here. Uh, the Capitals won't care so much about a Western Conference team coming into their building. Plus, it's the all-star break. That's going to be a theme for these Wednesday games. I like the dogs on Wednesday because um, these these teams, the all-stars, they want to just uh, you know go into the break, go into the break all rested, uh, as opposed to you know taking care of business. Uh, it was the dogs. Well, maybe the dogs will be wanted to take take the rest days, but uh, uh, for this game, I like the Oilers because they're still fighting for something. Uh, they got a lot to prove. They got a lot of angry people at home. So I like the Oilers in the spot here. The Capitals in a letdown spot after playing Pittsburgh. All right, moving down again to the 7 p.m. slot. We got the Seattle Kraken against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Uh, both teams on a back-to-back here. I kind of like the Islanders. They're going to be pretty upset after being uh, being upset by the Sens, you know. So yeah, give me uh, give me New York. Yeah, it depends on, depends on the line here because because I do like the Kraken just in general in that matchup. But Seattle's one and six on no days rest. They they can't seem to to come right back with a strong effort. Islanders are two four and one, so not that much better. But if the Islanders are big favorites, I'll probably take the uh, become a crackhead going into the All Star break. Yeah, I, I just hope it's uh, Grubauer in this game and not Dreger in the first game because I'd rather have uh, Dreger than Grubauer against the Bruins uh, for my earlier bet. But uh, I like the Islanders in this spot. I don't know how they're going to fare against the Sens there. It should be a, a tight checking game. This should be the same thing. So maybe the under 5.5 would be a, a good bet in this one. I do like the under there too. That's a good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slot, we got the L.A. Kings against the Detroit Red Wings. Game itself is in Detroit. Uh, Ryan, what do you think here, bud? Uh, Kings are playing well recently. Coming off, they lost to Philly on Saturday. They wanted to Pittsburgh, outshot them 38-26, and won on Sunday. Detroit's been up and down recently. Had a 
kept the Ducks to to 15 shots tonight in that 2-1 overtime win. I like the Kings here though. King, Kings playing solid hockey. It doesn't matter really if it's Quick or Peterson. I feel like they're all they're both playing decently. So give me the Kings on the road. Yeah, last game road trip. It's kind of tough. We saw what happened to the Ducks today against Detroit. Uh, they lost against an inferior team, so it might be the same thing here. I, I might take the wings of the dog, and I've barely bet the wings this, at all this year. More more to my detriment than to my benefit, but uh, I think I'll take the wings here. Uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go against my heart and go with my mind here. I think the wings win this game as a dog. You know what? I I'm right with you there, man. I kind of like Detroit. If you look at their home record, they're 14, eight and three. That's pretty fucking good numbers, man, for a home team. Um, and like you said, LA kind of on the last game of a long road trip here. Give me a, give me the wings. Let's go. Uh, moving down to the 9:30 p.m. slot, we got the Minnesota Wild against the Chicago Blackhawks. Game itself is in Chicago, Minnesota all the way. Give me them in regulation. Give me them in the puck line. Uh, yeah, that's my play. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I love the Wild in the spot. They won the back-to-back uh, last weekend against Chicago. They won 5-1 and 4-3. I spoke about their uh, stats with the goalie pull. They're pretty good at that if they are if they are down late. They won five straight, won uh, eight, eight of nine, only lost coming in a shootout to Colorado. Chicago's lost two in a row and six of seven. So Wild, big favorites here. I'll still take them. Yeah, Blackhawks were shit today against the Canucks, so it's hard to back them. Wild is just a much better team. But, uh, you know, uh, sneaky things happen on these, these uh, the day before the All-Star break, right? Like, there's some uh, some big dogs been winning. I don't have actual stats to back that up, but that's just, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a feeling I got. Uh, um, I probably won't be betting this game, to be honest, but... Yeah, if anything, I'll just wait and see how high the line gets before maybe putting a little taste on the Blackhawks. We got goals, a, goals on Sundays and, and dogs before the break. I love it. I love it, buddy. It's a big dog game. Yeah, That's plus 14.81 units. <laughs> Suck my vag milk. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of vag milk, moving down to the 9.30 p.m. slot, we got the Calgary Flames against the Arizona Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona. Joel, bring us home here, bud. Last game of the show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I might take the Blackhawks. I'm not taking the Coyotes. Uh, <laughs> even though the Flames might be a little beat up uh, against the Stars the, the previous night there. But the Coyotes are coming off a game against the Avalanche. So it's it's a, it's a wash. So you just take the better team here and uh, play them on the puck line. I don't think the Coyotes are the big dogger winning this game. Uh Stranger things have happened, but yeah, I'd be more confident with the Flames. Yeah, I go to the Flames here. They'll probably be, be huge favorites in, in Arizona, and they're probably still worth taking, possibly in regulation. Arizona's last five losses, five in a row, have all been in regulation, as were, as was their loss before that. So Flames regulation here, my pick. Yeah, last time these guys played, uh, never mind, that was in 2020, so fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess Flames. You know what? No, fuck it. Give me the dogs. Give me the desert dogs at home here. I don't give a shit. Looks like Vaj Milk is confirmed. So that's pretty fucking sweet. I don't know. Give me the Yotes. I don't like the Flames. I think they're boring. They're good, but they're boring. Give me the fucking desert dogs, baby. The regulation is over minus 200 anyway. So you need the puck line to bet the Flames, really. 
unless you're I'll take it then. Give me the fucking puck line. <laughs> all right. All right. We got a battle. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, that wraps up our uh, Tuesday and Wednesday slate. We'll jump into our mortal locks, dogs, and totals here. Jolie, take over the standings, bud. What do we got? Uh, bring it up the rear. Ryan, minus 19.92 units, so he's pushing minus 20. Uh, Talon squarely in the middle, minus 9.47. And I'm still the leader at plus 14.81. So, uh, yeah, I'm tired of being the, the locomotive here, boys. <laughs> I'm coming for you, baby. Look the just like Vaj milk. I'm a coming. Look out. <laughs> 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 All right. Tapper locks dogs. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Our totals. Ryan, kick us off, bud. What do you got? Yeah, I just wanted to drop down to 19.92 to get down to my uh, birth year in 1992. I'm going to re- start rebounding here. My uh, lock is the Tampa Bay Lightning on the puck line, minus one, 115 against the Sharks. They beat them uh, 7-1 last last Saturday in San Jose. They had three big wins after losses recently. They're at home. They're going to get it done for me. Uh, my dog, I got the Capitals plus 135 in Pittsburgh. I feel like this should be a much closer game. I feel like there's a lot of value there on Washington, a plus 135. I think they're playing better recently. So give me them with my dog. And my total, I have the Senators, Islanders under six at minus 125. I'm shocked this isn't at five and a half. It might be by the time you're listening to this, but... Two low-scoring teams, six of six straight unders for the Sens, eight of 11 under for the Islanders. Both from many more under games than over this season. So under six at minus 125. For myself, my lock is the the Jets at minus 145 against the Flyers. I'm just fading a bad team. Um, the Jets have been kind to me when I picked them as a lock, so hopefully that trend continues. Uh, my dog... Uh, once again, including the Bruins and my locks and dogs. So uh, taking the crack in a plus 220 against them. Hopefully uh, hopefully my trend of picking in the Bruins or against them carries on. And my total, we're going to the under six, minus 120 in the Canucks-Preds game. That's the easiest bet on the board that I can see, other than the Jets, minus 145. Uh, both goalies are pretty good. Both defense is pretty good. And the Canucks can't score. So that's an easy bet for me. Yeah, I love that Vancouver bet. That's sick. Um, yeah, for my lock, I got Florida Panthers money line versus New York Rangers. Uh, Florida is on the back-to-back. New York's a good team. It's paying off minus 145. I think Florida's maybe favorited here a bit more than they should be. But I still like the Panthers to go in there and get it done. Uh, for my dog, we talked about it. It's heater season, baby. It's cold in Ottawa, so you need the heaters. Even though the game's in New York... They're going to be bringing the heaters with them. Give me the Sens because they're going to go on a heater money line versus New York Islanders, paying off a big plus 240. Ryan, we got to start gambling here to go for the big money tickets to make up some, uh, to do some damage here to get ourselves back in action. Uh, and for my total, I got uh, the over 5.5 in the Calgary Flames Dallas Stars game, uh, paying off minus 115. Talked about it a bit earlier. Um, both these teams have been prone to score and give up lots of goals as of late. So I, uh, I like the over at 5.5. Uh, boys, do we have any consensus picks here or what? I think Joel's Vancouver Nashville under six. Uh, I think we all like that, no? Yeah, I lo- love that under. I feel like we're all also on the Panthers, even though it's kind of tough to bet against the Sturkin. Uh, I like the Flame Stars over five and a half there. If you if you do, Ryan. 
<laughs> I, I, I I would lean to the over than the, rather than the under there. Yeah, that would that would do it. Uh, Tampa Bay puck line. I feel like we're kind of all on, but that's kind yeah. of easy to take a big favorite on the puck line there. Yeah, that pretty yeah. much covers it, boys. We had we had a lot here that we agreed with. All right, gentlemen. Uh, like we always say at these things, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be. Tons of cool information for other sports. You know, it's not just hockey. Yo. They got golf. They got football with the Super Bowl coming up. Look out for some cool content coming out there, I imagine. Uh, what else is a thing? Basketball, college hoops, uh, MMA, fucking curling. Listen to the curling podcast. It's absolutely incredible. And last but not least... Join the goddamn Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Join the Hockey channel. It's an absolute fucking blast. Shout out to all of our pals and friends in the Slack group. The place is bumping. I wasn't in there tonight, but if people were chirping the Leafs, I might have to go in there tomorrow and tell people where they can fucking shove it. Because Leafs are winning the fucking cup. Shout out to all of our friends and pals in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel. Yeah, and I've been teasing it the past few shows. We're going to read some uh, ratings and reviews here. We got one from October from our uh, our good good friend Munaf in the, uh, the Slack group there. Congrats to him on his being coming a girl dad soon. That's exciting. He's, uh, cover the ice, but the picks are fire. The boys do a phenomenal job of breaking down the games and giving the stats and breakdowns. There aren't many hockey pods out there, but who cares when you have Ryan, Talon, and Joel? Great work, boys. Five stars. If you want your rating and, and review read on uh, the podcast here, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey on apple or sg.pn slash hockey s on spotify and leave us a five-star rating and review make sure you subscribe as well and you can uh hear it on the next show perhaps that fired me up i love that review segment yo leave a review so we can read it it gets me excited yo. it gets me going uh, <laughs> i am talent jenkins you can find me on twitter at talent underscore jenkins 94 i'm ryan gilbert you can follow me on twitter at rgilbertsop I'm Joel Meyer, and you will not find me watching the All-Star game. That's us for little kids. <laughs> Fuck the All-Star game. Let's get drunk instead. Peace. Mm-hmm.